1: We're, we're visiting with Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. All right, it, 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 Ole Miss offensive line versus Georgia defensive line. Uh, handicap the matchup for me. What what are you looking for here?
2: Well, the the Georgia defensive front is so experienced, Bo. There's a ton of snaps, a ton of games started. Those guys. There's not a Jalen Carter. I don't think we're going to have you know Nazir Stackhouse pick up George Jackson Dart. Dor- going around like what we saw with Jalen Carter last year. But there's experience and and the one thing and I said this on my show yesterday and I continue to think that this is just the most unbelievable stat to me of the entire year. In the Florida game which obviously got out of hand in the second quarter so this allowed for this to some extent. but There were 10 defensive linemen that played for Georgia. Not one had 45% or more snaps of the snaps. So you're talking about a steady rotation of of trying to get people in there and to stay fresh and and to just let people come in and out of that game. And the depth that's there is really good. Again, not a Jalen Carter, not a George Davis, not a Nekobe Dean, not a Roquan Smith, but really good football players. I I don't even know how many, you know, I think the only first-round draft pick slam dunk on that defense right now is Malachi Starks. Maybe – Maybe another one, but I, I don't know about that. I think, again, I mean, we knew a year ago how many Georgia defenders were first-rounders. We knew it two years ago. This year, I mean, Malachi starts at some point. So you've got really good, solid football players that cumulatively have put together a great defense. It's just a different – again, when you've got a player like a Jalen Carter or Jordan Davis, I mean, that's, that's different. You know, you've got to keep your eye on that player the entire game. This is not that kind of defense, but this is a, a number of players who can do things to come out of the, out of the backfield, defensive backfield, and just and stop you. So, you know, um, I heard somebody the they say, well, Georgia's front seven is not as good as Alabama." Well, I think that's because Alabama has Dallas Turner. Georgia doesn't have a Dallas Turner, per se, but to not the cumulative group of Georgia front seven is a mistake. They're good. They're really good.
1: Uh, where does Kevin find a weakness? how
2: well I think what to watch is Jackson darts ability to run the football I mean I I think it I think the chess game bow between Kirby and Will and and Lane is going to be in what Georgia does to try to limit Jackson and and to know that Quinn there and and that to me is going to be interesting
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I mean, I, I think even good defenses can
2: have problems with running quarterbacks. You know, uh, run, run, you know, run, running quarterbacks, I mean, and everybody points to Peyton Thorne running for, I don't know what it was, 55 yards against Auburn. Well, that's the best play from scrimmage for Auburn all year long, probably. By that that not that Georgia's defense is leashed. But I still think running quarterbacks are something that can give Georgia some trouble. So I think that's where the, the – if, if Lane wants to push the button, I think he's going to push that one early to see how vulnerable that can be to maybe where he can open it up to where he can start chucking it down the field to Trey Harris a little bit down the road in the, in the game.
1: All right. Bill Shanks making Georgia Sports Talk Radio georgia insider he joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line we're talking uh old miss number nine old miss number two georgia this weekend saturday night in athens all right let's flip it over let's go to carson Beck and bobo against pete golding and the old miss defense now um how impressed are you or do you still think there's a lot more growth to be had with what Beck and bobo have done this year
2: well, I, I think there is more to do. I mean, I think he doesn't have the ability to do all of it when Rock's not a hundred percent, because that—that's a big—that's a big, big in kind of your gun, you know. I mean, you, you plan all year long to do things with him, and he's not there. But Oscar Delt, the young tight end, is going to be a great tight end. He's—he's he's not going to be Rock Bowers, but that kid's going to be really, really good. I mean, he may be—he may be a. A-2 draft pick by the time he's through in the NFL draft. But, they you know, the thing with Georgia, Bo, is the depth of receivers is ridiculous. I, I mean, truly ridiculous. They have a lot of cocky being healthy has, has been unbelievable. I, I want to say this, and I know all Miss fans and non-Georgia fans are going to say, man, this is cocky, one cocky Georgia got. So they haven't quote-unquote missed Brock Bowers one bit in two games, okay? And now, would it be better for him to be there? Well, of course. Missing him? No. Now, if they would have lost one of those two games, we may have said, well, they missed Brock Bowers. But, Ladd McConkie, Dominic Lovett, Ra Ra Thomas, you've got Marcus Roseman, Jack saint you've got Arian Smith, you've got, again, Oscar Delt, the other tight end. I mean, you're talking about an unbelievable quantity of pass catchers that are, are options for for Carson Beck and, and so. Carson back at Lad McConkey were were even closer friends than Lad was with Stetson. If Stetson and Lad were very good friends. Carson and Lad have just, I mean, uh, they've just spent more time together over the years, I think. And so, Ladd McConkey, three-star prospect coming out of high school, this kid is awesome. He he is he is a tremendous football player. And heck, I think he's going to be a day two draft pick in the draft from what the mock drafts say. And that's because this kid delivers. He is if you get if Carsepe gets in trouble, he used to concede before the injury, where's nineteen and throw the ball to him, but so now he's got Lad McConkey there and it's it's almost as dangerous. He's an outstanding college football player. So I mean that you know, and, and look, Dejon Edwards has gotten better by the week as far as leading that run game. It's a, and, and here's the other thing, again the depth that Kirby's built up and, and again I know this sounds cocky, but Bo they lost to Marius Mims six weeks ago, the same ankle injury that that Brock Bowers had, and, and Amarius Bims was being talked about as a top 10 draft pick in Modgrass before the season. They haven't missed him.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, uh-huh, in my dentist's office. eighteen plus. I mean that depth on that offensive
2: line, it's like, well, how are we going to get Mary Smiths back in the fold there? I mean, they play great on that offensive line. So it's a it's a and Bubbo I think is doing a great job. It's a real dangerous offense. It can really click well.
1: Bill Shanks, Georgia insider talking Rebels Dogs Saturday night. First time Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart have uh, coached against each other. Bill is ten and a half too many. Or will Georgia cover?
2: Well, I think it's about right. Um, I I would be a little uncomfortable if it was more than that. But but look, I think part of it is obviously Georgia's at home. Last home game, night game is going to be. They're going to be drinking all damn day long. They're going to be drunk as heck. Kirby's asking them to come be loud, and they are. This is the last home game of the season. So, and we haven't had a great home schedule for Georgia this year. Bo, it's not been good. And and. I'm telling you, if Brock Bowers walks on out of that field, it may be the loudest that stadium's ever been. They'll, they'll go nuts. And Brock Bowers knows that. Kirby Smart knows that. Um, but, it, it, look, Georgia is to the point where Alabama has been in the past. They're, they're going to get pushed, and Ole Miss is going to push this football team. I, I think everybody has tremendous respect for Ole Miss. It's like we had a tremendous respect last week for Missouri. Missouri's a really good football team. But, but you've got to beat Georgia for 60 minutes. You know, and I go back to what happened, you know, oh, Georgia's tied with Auburn. Georgia's losing to South Carolina early. That's nice. It's like Alabama. Oh, God, they're down 20-7 to, to to Tennessee. What happened in the second half? You've got to beat these elite teams for 60 minutes. At some point, Bo, it'll happen. I hope it's like in 2035. <laughs> I hope it's extended for a long time. At some point, it will happen to Bo. These teams have got to play an elite game at, at an elite level for 60 minutes. And, look, the last time that they lost in Athens was in 2019 when Will Muschamp was the coach of South Carolina. And i am tell you one thing, that's probably one of the most influential games in Kirby Smart's history because I don't think he's had his team play at that low of a level since.
1: Wow. I remember that game. All right. So, uh they're confident as they should be over in Athens and they may or may not have the best team in the country, but they've got a hell of a football team and they're a ten, well on Caesars right now. They're a 10 and a half point, um, favorite. Although that line has bounced around this week, which is, uh, interesting to monitor. All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for the time today and, uh, have a great weekend, man. Enjoy the game.